Stanford University. You're listening to a podcast from Stanford University's Center for the Study of Poverty and Inequality. I'm Diantha Parker. This week on the podcast, buying and spending, what economists call consumption. Along with the Collaboration for Poverty Research, Stanford University's Luigi Pistaferi looked at how the Great Recession changed the spending habits of Americans from all walks of life. But to start with, he looked at two distinct groups, the very wealthy and everyone else. Pistaferi says the Great Recession cut deeply and suddenly into the assets of the richest Americans, and they abruptly stopped spending. Pistaferi calls this chill the wealth effect. One of the things that, um, you know, it's very easy to cut during recession is luxuries. And I think what they did was uh, try to restore the buffer stock of wealth that they had before the recession. And so they cut their consumption, they increased their, uh, their savings and tried to reduce the debt. But when the rich stop buying things, the demand for all kinds of goods drops. So spending slows overall and the economy performs worse than it should. That's how the behavior of the wealthy seeps down to that other group, everyone else. Pistaferi says there's a psychological element to this sudden change, partly because the whole Great Recession label struck a chord with the well-to-do. These may actually have uh, scared people into thinking that uh, they were experiencing a kind of epochal change uh, in their standards of living. Maybe, you know, something similar that had been experienced by their parents or grandparents during the, the Great Depression. And so when they're you know, faced with this uncertainty, people just stopped spending. So you know, even economic theory says that the best thing to do when uh, you face uncertainty is just wait. Here's where it's helpful to break down the everyone else group and look at people in the middle and at the bottom of the economic spectrum. You might think that the worst off, the poor, people out of work, would be the first to cut back. But Pistaferi says their rate of spending stayed fairly steady. It was propped up by the government transfer programs designed to do so. Food stamps, the earned income tax credit, and unemployment insurance. Government transfers went up because there was an increase in the take-up rate of benefits, so there was, uh, uh, you know, some tax stimulus. Uh, but, you know, these programs benefit the, the poor, or people at the bottom of the distribution, not the rich. Then there's the middle class. Pistaferi says these people were hit the hardest by declining assets and home prices. They were also contending with two additional forces, roller coaster gas and oil prices, and a persistent, pervasive credit crunch. First, the rise in the price of fuel drove up the price of transportation as a whole. But Pistaferi says an abrupt drop in the sales of one wildly popular car, the sport utility vehicle, immediately signaled that something had gone very wrong for people who'd been living the good life. Americans love their cars. And um, who demands this kind of car? Well, uh, probably not the very poor. Um, so it was something from the middle income and up. Pistaferi reminds us that SUVs are also one of the big-ticket purchases called durable goods. These include things like refrigerators and washing machines. They're the kind of expensive home goods people often buy with credit, but sales of all those things plummeted. Pistaferi says this decline was directly related to the mortgage crisis. Once that hit, banks stopped extending credit to almost everyone. I mean, a personal anecdote is that when I was uh, refinancing my mortgage uh, on my home, uh, back in 2006, it took me like 
two weeks uh, to get approved and everything. But in 2009, when I refinanced again, it took me almost two months and a lot more paperwork uh, to get approved. Pistaferi says this link between borrowing and consumption affected even safe customers like himself. I had, uh, you know, a perfect credit score. I was, uh, you know, I had been a customer of this bank for almost 10 years, and yet, uh, you know, they did not discriminate uh, between consumer and consumer. Several years later, consumption is still low. The rich have largely recovered their lost wealth, but the middle class is still struggling with high gas prices and tight credit. And the poor are in need of immediate help. The government transfers that cushioned consumption early on in the recession are tightening up. Pistaferi says a consumption recovery will eventually happen, but that people and financial institutions will probably stay cautious for a while, meaning that economic recovery will likely take longer than we hope. You've been listening to a podcast from Stanford University's Center for the Study of Poverty and Inequality. Our funding comes from the Elfenworks Foundation. Our music is by Pharos. The editor of this podcast series is Christopher Weimer, and I'm Diantha Parker. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll tune in again next time. For more, please visit us at stanford.edu.